Hey everyone, Bez here. Before we begin, I just want to take a moment to thank everyone for listening and supporting the Solidarity Podcast. We have continued to grow, and we truly appreciate all those who have shared their support and suggestions for the show. Keep them coming. The reason for this message is that we would like to grow our listenership beyond our membership so we can help some non-union workers gain the knowledge they need to stand up to their employer and take that next step towards solidarity. You can help them achieve that by helping us get noticed. Go to Apple Podcasts and rate and review us. It really does help. You can increase our visibility to others, and you just may help someone discover our union, someone that truly needs some good old-fashioned solidarity at their workplace. Again, thanks for the support. Hello, brothers and sisters. This is the Solidarity Podcast from Teamsters Local 769. I'm Brian Besbiati, but everybody calls me Bez. We have so much to cover in this episode. We are in the time of year where South Florida Teamsters have plenty of special events, meetings, and some of our members have holiday-related contract language in effect. I'm speaking, of course, about our UPS members, so stay tuned for more information. Make sure that all of your brothers and sisters at your workplace are in the know, so be sure to spread the word about the podcast and help us grow our listenership. We'd love to hear your feedback as well, so reach out to us on social media, email us at podcast at teamsterslocal769.org, or call our Solidarity Podcast voicemail line at 786-456-7936, and we may even use your audio on the show. We appreciate you spending some time with us today, so let's get to the news. On October 10th, employees at the city of Fort Lauderdale voted 481 to 43 to ratify a new three-year agreement. Workers showed strong support for a new contract that includes a pension plan for workers that previously did not have one and pay raises up to 13%. Joining us to give us some details is the business agent for that group, Andy Mattis. Thanks for coming on again, Andy. Thanks for having me again, Brian. Glad to be here. Cool. So. About the contract. Yes. Yeah, and the ratification. Well, first of all, um, yes, you know, we had a ratification held uh, last week. Mm -hmm. And we did a lot of build up towards the ratification. We did a number of meetings, sent out a number of communications, and also like to thank you for your assistance on the postings on Facebook. Sure. A lot of good feedback from that. And I do believe that's why we had over 50% turnout of eligible voters that came and voted. Wow. And for the most part, people were uh, very happy about the pension plan. Um, You know, we had a seminar the week prior, which you attended, which. Right. Hopefully, is the first of one of many leading up to the implementation of the pension. Sure. I think that that is a very good first step in our rebuilding of our union at Fort Lauderdale to be able to secure a pension for three to 400 people that otherwise would not have had one. So I think we're off to a good start there. Great. So it sounds like people are pretty happy with the yeah, new deal. For, yeah, pretty, very happy, as a matter of fact. You know, we would have probably, you know, like in all negotiations, you don't get everything you want. We would have liked to have tried to getting you know try to get raises a little bit closer to what people's top out pay are put them on a faster track but the city was going through budgetary issues this year and it was you know very difficult to try to move them more than we could on the wages right but also you know for health care we we did very well too i mean the contract called for eight hundred dollars per employee per month that was 
raised to $929 per employee per month, which the city will absorb. And we're only looking at a very small increase to employees' contributions towards their premiums in January of uh, 2020 of like 2%. Right. That's capped as well. That's capped as well. Yep. And, uh, and a pension plan is nothing to scoff at. No, not at all. The FRS is a really, uh, it's a very good plan. It's over 650,000 participants. It's over 90% funded. And, you know, obviously, the more time that some folks put in, the richer their pension plan will be when they retire. Right. You learned anything about the the existing funds that people have in, in yes, current retirement Yes, as a matter of fact, that had become a really big issue. And it was a group of folks who... Basically, weren't going to be around long enough to go into the FRS. They didn't think it'd be worth it, and they were right. worried about losing their 401A. And we thought once FRS was phased in that they were going to phase out the 401A, and that's not the case. Okay, so people with short time remaining yeah, will they'll, be able to stay anybody in. who has their 401A plan will continue to get the 9% contributed on their behalf, and they can remain in that if they so choose. But after 2020, anybody hired, that's shut off to them. They'll have to choose between the investment plan and the pension plan of FRS. Oh, okay. So is there anybody you'd like to thank? Well, yes. I'd like to thank the following people. I'd like to thank Al Diaz, one of our shop stewards at Parks and Rec. I'd like to thank Julie Oakley in finance, LaRonda Ware in Parks and Rec, Ken Sullivan with Ocean Rescue, Erica Chambers, who works in the police department, Beth Ligerstadt, who works transportation and mobility, and Louis Gonzalez as well. You know, these folks took a, their, you know, a full day to come out and help us um, manage the vote. I want to thank them for their hard work that day. I think it went, everything went smoothly, and it was, a, I think, a very good success. Great, great. Well, sounds good, Andy. Good job. All right, thank you, man. Look forward to talking to you about some other good news in the near future. Cool. Sounds right. good. Thanks, Bob. Peak season at UPS has already begun. As of October 15th, 2019, peak season operations are in effect. And as I said in the intro, we will have more from business agent Mike Cortez about the UPS peak season agreement later in this episode. Teamsters at Air Canada have ratified their newest 10-year collective bargaining agreement. The agreement covers over 700 workers within the company's U.S. base of operations. The 10-year agreement includes a number of new benefits, including signing bonuses ranging from 5 to $10,000, guaranteed pension protection for medical rates and job security, annual raises, and the elimination of blackout periods for vacation. Congratulations to those members. The 2020 presidential election is an opportunity for issues that are important to Teamsters to be put center stage. Both during the primary election process and the general election, candidates for president will be asking for our votes. In exchange, the union wants candidates to commit themselves to support the topics that matter the most to us. The IBT has provided a new website that shows candidate positions on the issues most important to working Americans, such as pension legislation. My brother John has a pension today because he belonged to a union. And I see the importance of supporting those plans that people paid into for all their working years. Um, I was there in Washington and watched our government bail out the giant banks that caused the financial crash and then turn their backs on the unions whose pension plans were suffering from that crash. I believe that we may need to put resources into our pension plans and I am willing to fight for it. 
video testimonials on how they feel about organized labor. That there's anybody in the United States Congress who has a stronger lifetime pro-union record than I do. I think it's 100%. Throughout my entire life, whether I was mayor of Burlington in the Congress or in the Senate, I not only fought for workers, I marched on picket lines with workers. I worked to help workers organize uh, unions in this country. And I believe that if we're going to transform this country, if we're going to create an economy and a government that work for all people, not just the top 1%, we've got to grow the trade union movement in this country. There are millions of workers today who want to join unions, but they cannot do that because of opposition, often illegal opposition, from their employers. These video testimonials are available along with a signed pledge by the candidates who promise to back top Teamster priorities. For more information, visit www.teamstersvote.com. On Saturday, October 19th, the Teamsters Local 769 Annual Scholarship Fund Golf Tournament took place and 102 golfers participated, making up 26 teams. In addition to some of our golfers, the children of Local 769 members were the real winners. Our scholarship fund has awarded over $310,000 in scholarships since its creation. Teamsters Local 769 President Josh Zivilich thanks some of our generous sponsors at the event. I appreciate everybody coming out. Myself, Roly Pena, our secretary-treasurer here, Steve Myers, who was unable to join us today. I will let you all know, in the last 18 years, our scholarship fund has given out over $310,000 to our members' kids, your members' kids. And it couldn't, we couldn't do this without the help of a lot of great uh, organizations and folks. Uh, uh, several that are in the room, uh, several that couldn't make it. But uh, I'm going to go ahead and I want to uh, acknowledge perhaps our longest sponsor uh, for many, many years. And he always comes in as, uh, as a major, major sponsor. And that's Bob Sutherland with Sutherland Insurance Services. Bob's, Bob's a great friend of our local, a great friend of, of labor. And additionally, another great sponsor of ours, and a long-running sponsor as well, and I'd ask uh, Marcus Braswell, who's uh, one of the attorneys that uh, works with the local union from Sugarman and Susskind, the uh, law firm of Sugarman and Susskind. We, we have some other sponsors in the room, and Fred, could you come up? Fred Mamolt from Universal Promotions that does a lot of the nice teamster gear that we use for our membership drives and also for Christmas gifts and whatnot. Another good friend of the local is our accountant, Greg Hamilton from the law firm of Greg Hamilton CPA. From our international union, IBT Cent, and uh, Bubba, would you be kind enough to accept the award uh, for, uh, for the general executive board and, and Mr. Hoff and Mr. Hall and the good folks in DC that take care of us. Teamsters Local Union 1150. Cliff, would you come on up and accept this from uh, for us, for the executive board, for your great local, and, and uh, many years of uh, sponsoring us. And also, we have a lot of our employers that we have a, a good cooperative relationship with, and, and we're happy for many, many years. Crowley Liner Services has contributed to our tournament and participated. So, Ed, would you come on up and accept this award as a token of our appreciation? Thanks to all the participants and sponsors for making this year's event a big success. We'll be back after this. Hey fellow Teamsters, mark your calendars. 
Our annual Teamsters Local 769 South Picnic is scheduled for Saturday, November 2nd, 2019 at 12 noon. It will be held at our usual location in Markham Park located in Sunrise, Florida, just off the I-75 in Fort Lauderdale. Good food and great beer for the adults, treats and fun activities for the kids from bounce houses to a rock climbing wall. Come enjoy a full day of fun with your Teamsters brothers and sisters from all over South Florida. As always, our picnic is free to members of Teamsters Local 769 and their immediate families. Admission price for guests is $10 per adult and $5 per child. Remember to bring dry, non-perishable foods for our food drive benefiting Feeding South Florida. For updates and more information on this event and everything related to Teamsters Local 769, follow us on any of our social media pages or visit teamsterslocal769.org solidarity. In our next story, we are currently operating under a new peak season agreement at UPS, and we have business agent Mike Cortez in the studio to tell us what that means for our UPS members. Hey, Brian. How you doing? I'm doing fine, Mike. First of all... Every year we're contractually bound to come up with an agreement with UPS, the brown truck portion of the of the operation, to come up with a peak season agreement, which runs concurrently from uh, October 15th through January the 15th. Right. And what this peak season agreement entails is every, what we want to do as an organization is make sure that the company utilizes all their current members, employees, give them the opportunity to work and maximize their hours, not necessarily in their own operation, but maybe somebody that's capable of driving to be able to get behind the wheel and help deliver their packages. We want this done prior before they go on the street, try to hire somebody to fill in where they're allowed to do during peak season to hire any type of seasonal help to help get them through that uh, the Christmas season. Right. With that said, it also lets us know what the company's intentions are as far as any temporary change of operations, which could include movement of some um, routes, drivers, preloaders to different locations to make room in their, uh, in their delivery hubs, centers, to make room for extra work or extra vehicles to actually get the work done. Right. There's a few of those listed in this agreement, mainly for... It looks like the Miami Village from Hialeah Metro. That's correct. There's another one from Deerfield North. Well, Deerfield and West Palm moving into a uh, temporary Deerfield facility. That's correct. And again, as we said, those movements would be temporary. So at the end of the agreement, the end of the dates on the agreement, all that work should go back to their original domicile. But we put everything out there, so we do, and we get the uh, uh, regional labor people to sign off on it, and any changes they make, they give it to us in a very precise letter, so there's no mistake on what movements are being made, so we don't have any problems going forward through peak season. Right. As far as feeder drivers go, in the past they were allowed to maximize their hours? That is correct. That's something we want to put in every peak season. Again, every excuse me, every peak season agreement to make sure they do maximize their hours again before they go outside and hire somebody to do the work. We'd rather use our own members, employees to get it done before we start hiring temporary seasonal help. Well, thanks, Mike. The full peak season agreement in its entirety is posted on our website. Thanks for joining us today. My pleasure. 
Hi, Teamster parents. Are you aware that Teamsters Local 769 has a scholarship fund benefiting the children of Local 769 members? Teamster parents work hard to provide for their children, and funding for a good education is a concern for all who have children nearing the end of high school. Teamsters Local 769 Scholarship Fund is something all of the children of our members are eligible for, and all 2019 graduating seniors are eligible to apply. An application can be downloaded from our website at teamsterslocal769.org, so spread the word about the scholarship fund to all of your fellow Teamsters with children entering college this year. Teamsters Local 769 Scholarship Fund is just another example of how our local stands up for our brothers and sisters and their families. For more information, visit our website at teamsterslocal769.org slash solidarity or call us at 305-642-6255. Thanks. Here are some important dates to remember for Teamsters in South Florida. On November 2nd is our annual South Picnic. Our November general membership meeting is on a special day this month. It's on Tuesday, November 26th at 8 p.m. in our Miami Hall. And our North Holiday Picnic is fast approaching. It's on Sunday, December 8th at our usual location in Fort Pierce. Full details on all of these events are located on our website at www.teamsterslocal769.org. Special thanks this month to Mike Cortez and Andy Mattis for their help with this episode. And, as always, Teamsters Local 769 Solidarity Podcast is produced by the officers and staff of Local 769, including Josh Zivilich, Roly Pena, and Steve Myers, with contributions by Local 769 business agents and by me, Brian Besbiati. We encourage you to visit our website at teamsterslocal769.org slash solidarity There you will find show notes and additional info as well as links to our social media pages. You can also email us at podcast at teamsterslocal769.org or you can leave us a voicemail at 786-456-7936. If you leave a message we can use, we may include your comment or answer your question in an upcoming episode. Be sure to subscribe to our show on Apple Podcasts or anywhere you find podcasts, and we encourage you to tell our sisters and brothers about the show as well. Our theme song, The Vendetta, was composed by Stefan Kartenberg, and additional music titled Onion Capers by Kevin McLeod at Incompetech.com were used in this episode, both licensed under Creative Commons Attribution License. Until next time, remember, in unity there is strength. Bye, folks. <laughs>